Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined alongside Kevin Cannon for our weekly show, NFL Big Five Games of the Week, the Week 18 edition. Uh, we do not have five games. We actually have 13 games tonight. We'll run through them all quickly, but uh, all these games are going to have implications uh, depending on who wins and loses on playoff seating, uh, teams that make the playoffs, all that good stuff. So uh, some of these games that normally wouldn't crack our top five, we decided to include them this week uh, just to get some more, more talking about these potential playoff games. But welcome back to the show, Kevin. How are you? Good. Excited for a bigger week this week. Yeah, so last week I went two and three. You posted your first ever 0 and five week. How are you feeling about that? I just found that out, and I'm a little upset about it. Looking to rebound this week. Our locks went two and one, and the props went two and one. So that pushes our yearly records to. I'm 43 and 40. You're 41 and 42. So with some of these games this week, we should be able to bounce back and have a little bit better of record. And then our locks are 2017 and one. And props are 18 and 17. Uh, without further ado, we'll get into week 18. And give some credit to NFL.com. They give us all these clinching scenarios uh, and the seeding stuff. Uh, so we'll start it off with Saturday. We have the Chiefs at 11 and 5 at the Broncos, who are 7 and 9. This is a 4.30 kickoff on either ABC or ESPN. The Chiefs sit as a 10-point favorite. Uh, Kansas City clinches the one seed. With a win plus a Tennessee loss or a tie, or if the Chiefs tie and a Tennessee loss, then the Chiefs get the one seed as well. But looks like with Tennessee playing the Texans, uh, there's a good chance that the Chiefs will be getting the two seed. Um, but if they do lose this game, they, they could fall a few seeds as well. So uh, a big game here for them. I got the Chiefs with a push uh, on that 10 Chiefs 30, Broncos 20. This game does not mean anything for the Broncos, but could have big implications, like you said, on the Chiefs seeding. Obviously, Kansas City wants home field advantage and a bye, but will need help from the Titans. The Broncos looked like a competent team earlier this year when uh, Teddy Bridgewater was starting at QB, but since Drew Locke has taken over, they haven't won a game. I don't see that changing here, and the Broncos need to figure out what their uh, quarterback situation is going to be like moving forward because they have a pretty talented roster otherwise. Yeah, I like the Chiefs as well. I got them covering 31-17. Uh, Broncos really have nothing to play for, like you said, but uh, Vic Fangio could be coaching It could be coaching for his job. This could potentially be his last game. Um, I'm in the realm of thinking that I think he deserves another year, and I think they should go out and be aggressive uh, and get a quarterback like you said, Kevin. They have a very talented roster. Otherwise, uh, you bring in a talented quarterback, I think this is an instant playoff team next year. I think Fangio is a pretty good coach. He just hasn't had a quarterback in his time there yet. Uh, but the Chiefs should win this one easily. Uh, the Ever since Drew Locke came in the lineup, like you said, the Broncos have been really struggling. They're another team that has had a lot of injuries down the stretch as well. Um, the, just the Chiefs are going to ho- hope to win this game and then uh, all eyes on that Titans game to potentially get them that number one seed. But we'll talk about that game later. But I like Chiefs 31, Broncos 17. Second game, we stay on Saturday, the 11-5 Cowboys at the 9-7 Eagles. Both teams have clinched the playoff spot. Um, the Eagles are either going to be the sixth or the seventh seed. Um, the Cowboys can move up to the two seed if they win this game, uh, and if the Bucks, Rams, and Cardinals all lose. So the Cowboys are most likely going to be uh, in the four spot, potentially the three spot, uh, but it could go as high as the two as well. But what are your thoughts on this matchup, Kevin? 
I got the Cowboys winning 30, Eagles 21. I believe there's a lot more pressure on Dallas to come out and look like a playoff team. The expectations are very high for them, and they can still move up to the number two seed with a win and some other things to go their way. As of now, it seems like it's a very hard to get a good read on the game with who's going to be available for both teams because they could potentially rest because they are both already in the playoffs. And then both teams also have COVID issues with the Cowboys putting Micah Parsons on the list today. And the Eagles added 12 players to the list on Monday with a majority of them being starters. But I'm going with the Cowboys because of Dak, and I think they're going to want to get rolling before the playoffs start. I'm rolling with the Cowboys as well. Uh, just pretty crazy to me when, when you look at this Eagles season that they've already had this. They already have a playoff spot clinch going into this Week 18 game. Um, I think maybe some of the younger starters, maybe Hurts plays like a quarter. Devontae Smith said that he wanted to play. Maybe play some of his younger receivers uh, just a little bit so, so they're not rusty going into the playoffs. But I think we're going to see a lot of the veterans like Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, uh, Fletcher Cox, guys like that sit out this game uh, and get as much rest as they can for the playoffs. But So there's not really much to say in this one. I think the Cowboys are going to be playing most of their guys. Mike McCarthy did say earlier in the week how he wants to help prepare his team for a cold-weather game. Um, that would be kind of referencing a potential NFC Championship game at Lambeau Field. So um, I think the Cowboys play most of their starters in this one uh, and hope to potentially get up to that two-seed uh, and they get the win, but the Eagles cover uh, 27-21 Cowboys. Now we go to Sunday for our third game. We have the Bengals at 10-6 and at the 7-9 Browns. One o'clock kickoff on Fox. Browns are five and a half point favorites. Uh, Bengals are most likely going to be the three or four seed, uh, and the Browns are eliminated. I got the Browns winning this 20, Bengals 17. It's going to be Brandon Allen versus Case Keenum. Case Keenum is a very good NFL backup and will lead a uh, Browns roster that has a lot of talent on it. The Bengals won't be playing most of their starters after Burrow got roughed up late last week and they clinched the division. Uh, Congrats to the Bengals in that division win. And the Browns' disappointing season is finally coming to an end. And it will be a very interesting offseason to see what they do. Yeah, I think the Browns are kind of in the same boat as the Broncos were. Very talented roster, but they're just a quarterback away from uh, being one of those elite teams. I think the Browns' era with Baker is over. I think they're going to be very aggressive whether it's in the market for a guy like Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Uh, I doubt we would go there, but still I think that they would probably try and uh, go after him if he is made available. Um, Bengals, though, are going to be sitting a lot of their key players. Case Keenum, I don't think, is going to be that much of a drop-off from, from what we saw from Baker this year. Uh, so with, with those guys sitting out for the Bengals, I think the Browns are going to win this one, lean on the running game, uh, and get a 24-17. to 17. Uh, and we go to the Colts, who are nine and seven at the Jaguars, who are two and fourteen. I believe they've already clinched the number one overall pick. Uh, this is a game on CBS at, at one o'clock. Colts are fifteen and a half point favorites. Uh, Colts win and they're in. If they lose, they're going to need uh, a lot of help. I think. I got the Colts winning thirty, Jags seventeen. The Colts need this game, and the Jags need their season to be over. Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz will make enough plays to beat the lowly Jags. Wentz will finally get. Uh, the chance to play in a playoff game. And I think the Jags should hire Doug Peterson as their next coach and pray that Trevor Lawrence figures it out. I like the Colts here as well. I got them actually covering uh, 27 to 10. The last time the Colts won, though, at Jacksonville was back in 2014. I found that very surprising. So um, there, there's something to be said for that. I think it's kind of the house of horrors down there for the Colts. Um, I remember last year, week one, 
the Colts win to Jacksonville and Jacksonville won, and then the Jags didn't win a game the rest of the season. So as bad as the Jags have looked, I don't think it's it's right to rule them out this week. Uh, they got history on their side, uh, but I just can't see the Colts losing here. Uh, as good as Frank Wright can be at times, if they lose this game and don't make the playoffs, I think that's a, a fireball offense. Um, Jags coming off a 50-3 to loss to the Patriots. There's no excuse for the Colts not to go in there and get that first win since 2014. So I think they, they do it despite uh, some of the poor play that we saw last week from them, uh, and they get the 27-10 win. Next we go to probably the best rivalry in all of the NFL, and that's the 8-7-1 Steelers at the 8-8 eight eight Ravens. So 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Ravens are 5.5-point favorites. Long shots, I believe, like below 10% for, for both of these teams uh, or either of these teams to make the playoffs, uh, but still included it. Uh, with the so the Steelers need to beat the Ravens and then they need a Colts loss and uh, one other team to lose and then the Ravens need I think I saw the Ravens have like a two percent shot they they need to win this game and then they basically need everyone in front of them to lose they need the Colts Browns Chargers and Dolphins all to lose in this game I assume for for percentage type stuff so very. Unlikely that either of these teams is making the playoffs, but what are your thoughts on this game, Kevin? I got the Steelers 24, Ravens 20. The Steelers have continued to find ways to win while the Ravens haven't won in a few weeks because of all the injuries that they've been dealing with all year. Uh, Big Ben is potentially going to play his last game, and if not, he'll get the chance to play a final playoff game. I like the Steelers in this one as well, 23-20. I was on record about five weeks ago saying that I like the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC just because of all the ways they were finding ways to win this year. Um, but just too many injuries. Lamar, I kept thinking he was going to come back, and he just hasn't been able to come back from that ankle injury. Tyler Hundley has been good in spurts, but he's still not the same guy as Lamar. Uh, great rivalry here, though. I'm certainly going to be tuning into this game, uh, despite both teams not really having much shot to make the playoffs. They always uh, come out and play hard for a great game. So. I think the Steelers get the win, though, and Big Ben goes out on top, winning his last game in this historic rivalry, 23-20. to uh, Then we go to an AFC South game with the 11-5 Titans at the 4-12 and Texans. 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Titans, 10.5-point favorites. They win here, and they get the one seed. They don't need any help. So uh, they already have the AFC South all clinched up, but they win, and, they're, and the uh, AFC playoffs has to go through Nashville. I got the Titans winning 21, Texans 17. The Titans need this win so they can get the first round by. That would give them an extra week to get Derrick Henry back and then also allow A.J. Brown and Julio Jones to get more healthy. Those guys all healthy would obviously make a massive difference for their team and make Ryan Tannehill's life a lot easier. The Texans have been playing well lately and do have a win against the Titans earlier this year. Ultimately, I, it's more beneficial for them to lose at this point. And I think the Titans come out ready to go because they recognize the importance of getting that first round by. Yeah, I'm, I agree 100% with you. I just have them winning uh, by a little bit more. I'm 31-17. Um, being able to get that by and Derrick Henry, whose practice window has been activated, so look for him to maybe get some some light work in. Uh, this week, I definitely don't think he'll play, but see, if he's able to get another week's rest, I think I saw it was a six to ten week injury, and we're at about week nine now. So um, he he's starting to get uh, up to 100%. If he comes back for the playoffs, it'll probably be 85 90%. But a healthy A.J. Brown um, and with uh, Derrick Henry, who was about 85 90%, and the Julio Jones, who not what he was, but if he's 75% of what he used to be, 
and efficient Ryan Tannehill, that's going to be a very dangerous team with home field advantage in the AFC. Uh, Texans have been very tough to beat, though, over this last month. They've snuck out a few wins, and Davis Mills looks like he could be the, the potential quarterback going forward for them. Um, Texans did beat them already this year, and the Titans lost to the Jets as well. So you never know where you're going to get out of this team. I just think it's too big of a spot to have a letdown game. Texans get a higher draft pick. They're happy with the loss here, and the Titans get the one seed. Uh, so 31-17, I got them winning. Then we go to the 4 o'clock window where we got the Saints at 8-8 eight and eight at the Falcons, who are 7-9. Uh, so 425 kickoff on Fox. Saints sit as a four-point favorite. Saints win, and the 49ers lose. They're in the playoffs. Uh, Falcons are eliminated already. So I got the Saints 17, Falcons 14. The Saints need help to get into the playoffs, but they first must take care of their own business. The division games are always fun, and the Falcons would love to play spoiler here. I think the Saints have been impressive this year with all the injuries and COVID that they've been dealing with and obviously losing their Hall of Fame quarterback last year, Drew Brees. Sean Payton has done a good job to give his team at least a chance in the final game, and I think they'll capitalize on at least winning their game and by relying on their defense. I'm going to go against you in this one. I, I'm going to take the Falcons 24-21. Um, most of the time where we have these weak, like, used to be week 17, but now it's week 18 games. There's going to be at least like one upset that, that you weren't predicting that uh, kind of shuffles up the playoff picture. Um, and I think this game has the potential to, to be one of those. Uh, that's why I like the Falcons. Um, overachieving season for them. Many people had them around four wins, and that was with Calvin Ridley. They've been without him for more than half the season. Um, I think they got the right coach. They just need some more talent and, and to find their future quarterback uh, to replace Matt Ryan. Uh, if you win this game at home over your biggest rival, you keep them out of the playoffs. I think that'll build some great momentum going into next season. Um, I just don't trust Taysom Hill in a big game, and I think the Falcons uh, come to play at home and, and play spoiler for the Saints, eliminating their playoff chances. Then we go to the AFC East. We got the 4-12 and Jets at the 10-6 Bills. 425 kickoff on CBS. Bills are 16.5-point favorites. This game's on here because they win. They win the East, and if the Bengals lose, uh, the Bills will move up to the three seed. So very possible that the Bengals lose, sitting a lot of their key guys. I got the Bills winning 30, uh, Jets 20. The Bills will have their starters, and then they have found a decent running game with Devin Singletary. I think they will jump up, out to a lead early and not even give the Jets a chance get right game for Josh Allen and the Bills before the playoffs. Yeah, not much to say in this one. 31-13 Jets. Uh, Jets, kind of like I was talking about with the Falcons, have a great chance to, to pull off the upset here. If the Bills lose and the Patriots win, the Patriots win the AFC. So uh, Jets have a great chance to build momentum going into next year, play spoiler with their, their young coach and young quarterback. I just think, like I was saying with the Titans, though, Bills just have too much to play for, and Josh Allen has a bounce-back game here, uh, and they get the win. Uh, probably my, my, the game I'm most interested for the weekend – and that's the 9-7 49ers at the 12-4 and four Rams, 425 kickoff on Fox. Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorite. Rams win. They win the NFC West uh, with a loss and a Cardinals win. They'll go to the wild card round. Uh, 49ers need to win to get in or a Saints loss. I got the 49ers 28, Rams 24. The 49ers have had the Rams number for some time now, a huge game in Stafford's career, and I don't know if he'll be able to protect the ball. He's had six turnovers in the past two games and has struggled with protecting it at times this year. The 49ers run the ball well and are able to control the clock and come out with the win. I'm going with the Rams, 27, 49ers, 26. Picked the Rams earlier. 
uh, this season in that matchup. I think that was kind of the turning point in the 49ers season where it kind of looked like a lost season. They won that game and they reeled off a, a bunch of wins in a row. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers have beat the Rams and Sean McVay in five straight games. Uh, and the Monday Night Football win earlier this year was pretty convincing. So, like I said, though, the 49ers need a win here uh, or Saints loss to make the playoffs. Rams need that that win over the over the 49ers or a Cardinals loss to win the West. Um, I think it just comes down to who do you trust more? I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play. Do you trust Matt Stafford or Trey Lance more? Um, I don't really have much faith in either, but I'll go with the veteran quarterback here. Uh, real coin flip game, but I think the Rams win close one down the stretch, 27-26. AFC East now, Patriots at 10-6 and six at the 8-8 eight and eight Dolphins, 425 kickoff on CBS. Patriots are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Dolphins were eliminated from the playoffs last week. Patriots win the AFC East uh, with a win and a Bills loss. I got the Pats winning 27, Dolphins 23. The Pats have a very good run game, and the Dolphins don't have one at all. That That's going to be the difference here. The Pats' defense will also be able to limit Tua as his future in Miami becomes a little bit more unclear. Yeah, I like the Patriots here as well. I'm going to take them 24-20. Uh, Dolphins kind of dream season came to an end after starting out 1-7, and seven, uh, rattled off seven straight wins. They were in the playoffs at the start of last week, but disappointing loss to the Titans. Uh, they're out of the playoff contention. I think this is a big game for Tua. Disappointing performance could convince the front office, if they're not convinced already, to move on and bring in a new quarterback. Uh, but I'm very interested to see how Mac Jones handles this blitz-heavy defense. If he struggles, whoever the Pats play in the playoffs could use a similar blueprint. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to keep it close, but the Patriots get the win. Uh, but they play all on the road in the wild card round in round one. Two more, three more games left. We have the Seahawks at six and ten versus at the uh, eleven and five Cardinals. Four twenty-five kickoff on Fox. Cardinals are six and a half point favorites. Cardinals clinch the playoff spot, uh, but with a win and a Rams loss, they'll win the NFC West. I got the Cardinals twenty-four, Seahawks twenty. I think the only way that Seahawks come out and win this game is if it's just on Russ's kind of emotions and what could potentially be his final game for the Seahawks. I don't see it, and I think the Cardinals built off their momentum they had last week. Arizona is playing for a home playoff game, and the Seahawks have been done for weeks. Yeah, I like the Cardinals as well, but I think this one comes down to the wire. 28-26 over the Seahawks. Could be the last game for for Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson together. And with the Seahawks, it was a – over the 2010s, early 2020s, uh, one of the more historic teams, better teams over that over the, this past decade. Uh, they got a lot of motivation here, I think, to go out on top. But the Cardinals might have found their mojo again last week, winning that game against the Cowboys. I just think that the Cardinals protect their home turf in this one. Uh, but this game really comes down to the wire. Russell Wilson makes it close, but Cardinals get a close win, 28-26. 5-11 Panthers at the 12-4 Bucks. another 425 kickoff on CBS. Bucks are eight-point favorites. Um, with a Rams loss plus a Bucks win, uh, they'll get the two-seed. I got the Bucks winning 23, Panthers 10. The Panthers have a ton of issues. Their O-line is very bad, and the Bucks front will be able to get after them like they did in their previous meeting earlier this year. Uh, the drama of A.B. is hopefully over, and Brady will look to make some new chemistry with wide receivers that will need in the playoffs. Yeah, I like the Bucks big here as well, 27-14. Kind of confused why they're only eight-point favorites. Could be 
because of the injuries uh, or the, the lack of pass catchers for now. Uh, but look for guys like Scotty Miller. We've seen make plays. Tyler Johnson, when he's given an opportunity, he's made plays. Uh, and last week, watching on the red zone towards the end, Cyril Grayson stepped up. Never heard of him before, uh, but he had a, a nice week last week. Bucks are going to be playing their starters, though. I think they're playing at the same time as the Rams and Cardinals. So if some of those games aren't going uh, the way that they want, we could see some of the starters sit. That might be why the spread's only at eight. Um, I think the offense, though, could use some some game reps to adjust to some of these new pieces in the lineup, especially since they're not in contention for the bye. So I think the Panthers are, are just too big of a mess. They're going to have an interesting offseason as well. I think the Buccaneers wind up covering that eight points, 27-14. And our last game of the week, Chargers 9-7 and seven, at Raiders 9-7. and seven. Our last Sunday night football game of the year, we got 8-20 kickoff on NBC. Chargers are a three-point favorite. Win and in. For both of these teams, I don't think it's possible for both of them to make it unless this one scenario happens. If the Colts lose uh, and both teams tie, they both make it. So I, I doubt this would happen or the NFL would allow it to happen. But if the Colts somehow lost that game to the Jaguars, these two teams could technically just knee it out every single play and then they would tie and both make the playoffs. So um, if that if it came to that, that would be one of the crazier things, I think, in NFL history. Uh, I hope I hope the Colts win, so we we got a really exciting Sunday night football game here uh, with win and in implications. But what are your thoughts on our final regular season matchup here, Kevin? I got the Raiders winning twenty four, Chargers twenty. The Raiders have proven me wrong this year. I thought they would have uh, fallen off a cliff earlier with all the drama going around them, uh, but they've continued to win. I believe the Chargers have underachieved this year, while the Raiders have overachieved. The overachievers, I think, play well this week, and you're not always sure who's going to show up for the Chargers. Sometimes they're really good um, on a Sunday, and then other times they're just not very good. And I think Derek Carr uh, plays well against a pretty suspect defense for the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers, uh, their team, I was very high on in coming into this season. Um, I, I still think if they make the playoffs, they could be very dangerous because they're kind of like the Bengals. When they're playing well, uh, they're, they're one of the better teams in the NFL, but too much up and down this year. Uh, been a very crazy season for them. Uh, but I think they get the job done here, 31-27. They beat the Raiders pretty handily earlier in the year. Uh, like you said, though, Kevin, a lot of credit to the Raiders for everything that they've been through this year. They're still here with a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, if the Chargers do fail to make it, I think it would be a very disappointing season with how talented the roster is and how great Justin Herbert is. Got 35 touchdown passes this year. If they maybe won one or two more games, he probably would be – uh, one of the front runners for MVP, like I predicted at the beginning of the season. Um, really torn here between these two. Um, but big games, I tend to lean, lean towards who I think the better quarterback is. And I think that's Justin Herbert. I think the Raiders take the lead around the two-minute mark or so. But Herbert has enough time. And he gets his real first signature moment in the NFL. Uh, gets a win on the road here. And he goes to his first playoff uh, appearance. But that'll do it for our... Uh, predictions we have our three locks and we'll tweet out our three props like last week make sure to check those out uh, those went two and one uh, this past weekend so another winning week uh, but we have Packers minus two uh, that line sits at two right right now as of as of the show recording this on Wednesday night um, depending on the Aaron Rodgers you know Devontae Adams whether they're playing guys or not could see that but it's against the Lions so uh, really even with Jordan Love they'll still have a pretty decent chance I think um, Steelers plus five and a half against the Ravens. We touched on that game earlier. And then we have Eagles plus seven. What are your thoughts on those uh, last three locks in the regular season, Kevin? 
I don't really like the Packers um, against the Lions because you don't know who's going to be available for the Packers, and you're probably getting Jordan Love at QB. The Steelers plus five against the Ravens I like a lot. Five seems like a lot uh, to give the Ravens in this. I think the Steelers cover that. And the Eagles plus seven against the Cowboys I don't like, and I, I think the Cowboys cover that. Yeah, that's that Steelers one seems like a lot for them to be underdogs, um, especially in Big Ben's like last game probably as a, as the Steelers quarterback or NFL quarterback. Those games are always close. I, I think that that'll be a great battle. Really like that Steelers pick. Packers, I like that as well. I'm going to take some of the – I mean, the Packers have to play some starters. They can't play all the, their bench players. And I like the depth of the Packers more than the, the starters for the Lions, especially if Tim Boyle is starting this week. Uh, and then the, Eagle, the Eagles plus seven. Um, I have them losing by six. Wouldn't be surprised to see the Cowboys win, but I, I, I would kind of stay away from that game. You don't really know who's going to be playing uh, and who's not going to be playing in that one. Uh, but that'll do it for NFL Big Five games of the week, the Week 18 edition. We covered all 13 meaningful games. Uh, excited to watch how everything unfolds. Uh, and then we'll be getting into Wild Card Weekend next weekend. But anything uh, to say before we head out, Kev? Uh, it's just been a fun year. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll talk soon.